Last week, we had a little bit of technical difficulties here at A Swift Kick in the Soul. And since we're all about transparency and inviting you into our conversations, we wanted to let you know that uh, episode five is cut a little bit short. We ended up speaking uh, quite extensively about pace and speed in our spiritual practice and talking about lots of different ways to get faster and to slow down in your spiritual practice. But we're not going to try to repeat all of that and recreate what was just a live conversation. Instead, please enjoy the first part and look forward to hearing more about pace and speed in your spiritual practice in future episodes. Thanks again and enjoy. Welcome to A Swift Kick in the Soul. Once again, we're here to discuss some very important and deep truths about ourselves. I am Marshall Coates, the voice of the spiritual learner, and with us, as always, is Hillel Nori. Good morning, Marshall. Good morning. How are you doing? Great. Really all, great. Thanks. All right. All right. All right. I'm excited. I'm excited, as always. Yeah. Uh, and today, we're going to talk about... Speed. Speed. Yeah, speed. Okay. Not the Keanu Reeves movie. No. Not. Okay, because... <laughs> <laughs> not the Keanu Reeves movie, though... I you know if it's secret dirty confessions right I I I enjoyed that movie love that movie I really did come on it's so um, good every now and then he hits a home run that's right and uh, yeah I think that's a good one um, I really I enjoyed that movie <laughs> it's a totally preposterous premise it is right it's one hundred percent preposterous it deserves praise just on the merit that they got people to believe that right there's a right you know bus yeah. going fifty five in Los Angeles. Um, but, uh, other than that, it's a really good movie. It is. <laughs> it is. So what kind of speed? Um, so the kind of speed we're going to talk about. Coffee pause. Very important. Is, um, is not that, um, a movie kind of speed. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Taekwondo speed. We're going to talk about speed in marksmanship and we're going to talk about, uh, spiritual pace and speed in your spiritual practice. Oh, yes. Um, I want to start out, I guess, um, uh, talking about marksmanship. Cool. Um, uh, you ever shot? You go shooting ever? I have occasionally shot. It's not, not a not all-the-time hobby for all me. All-the-time hobby. So uh, I, I've been an enthusiast for a number of years. And um, like any uh, art, any craft, any mastery, uh, there's a number of different exercises that go with practicing and training to become a marksman. Okay. Um, you know, we talked about scales last time and, mm -hmm. um, uh, in, in a similar way, um, there's exercises that you do to increase your capacity and be a better shooter. Yeah. So here's one of them that I that I like and that is uh, relevant to the topic of speed. Okay. Um, uh, first of all, we're going to take distance out of the equation. So it's only five yards. At five yards, I want to put five rounds into a five-inch circle hmm. in five seconds. Oh, okay. Definitely never done that. Yeah. So uh, it requires a basic level of accuracy. Because you still have to hit five inches, right? It's not 
just pull the trigger five times. Hmm. And, um, uh, but it's not a, a heavy rate of fire or anything. Five rounds in five seconds is actually a reasonable amount of time. You can pause and refocus and reacquire your aim in a second. But that's about like... One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, right. not too fast. Um, but they have to be on target. They have to be accurate. So there's a measure of precision. And um, uh, it's still five yards away, which, you know, it's not nothing, but it's, it's not far away. Oh. Um, now, uh, if you're good at it, you should be able to do that reliably. And um, uh, pretty much anybody who has mastered the basics of shooting can do it slower. Right. Right. Five yards is not hard. You should be able to hit the side of a barn. <laughs> uh, so at five yards, that's relatively close. You should be able to put the target on and pull the trigger. And you should be able to do it five times. Mm. And five inches is not one inch, right? It's not precision, marksmanship, target shooting, Olympic-style shooting. Mm -hmm, right. Um, it's just five inches. The... the the determining factor is the speed. What the, the pressure factor is the speed. Right. Uh, what ramps up the exercise is that you cannot take all day and do it. Right. You have to be able to do it relatively quickly. Mm. You only get one second per round. Right. So um, I like that exercise because it's not super duper race speed. It's not frantic. It's not frantic, yeah, and it's not um, push the boundaries, be the best um, uh, competition shooter. Okay, right. And it's also not take all day, right? Rest and relax in between each one. <laughs> right, Talk right, to your buddy. Uh, right. That's right. <laughs> um, so that it's a good combination, a good balance of accuracy, speed, and um, ability. Hmm. Um. Uh, similarly, in uh, in taekwondo practice, um, you want to be able to hit the target with your kick. Every time, you want to be precise. And you want to hit the same space on the target every time. Hmm. right? The, the ability to repeat and deliver the same thing each time, uniformity of technique, is important. Um, but almost anybody can slowly stand there and throw, as it were, not really throwing if it's not fast. Right. Um, a place, decent kick, place right? A kick, place yeah. a kick where they want it to go. Yeah. Um, but you have to do it powerfully enough and fast enough also. Mm. It's not just hit the target, but hit the target fast mm. and recover fast. There's a speed element to it. Boy, that's something I, I'm currently working on right now is the, the recovery. Tell me. Uh, about that what do you mean well so you know uh i i think we talked about this in a previous podcast but i uh work out every monday with a student of yours um mm -hmm. andy pinley and uh you know he's he's a great dude to work out just completely super strong and very energetic and very driven very driven and he challenges me every monday but you know part of our workout is we do kicks we bring pads to the gym and we work on our round kicks and man does it it just destroys me <laughs> yeah. after you know because we're lifting weights we're 
do back doing back exercises, lunges, right. legs, and then we do kicks, and it's just like already fatigued, already fatigued. But it's you know I always think about one of the things you said to me, which was that you know throw your best kicks last, right. and I try to do that. Sometimes I don't make it. Mm-hmm, yeah, dig deep, <laughs> dig deep. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, that's uh, it, it's hard to do that, and it's hard to do that uh, um, uh, uh, up to speed. Mm. It's why you spar, right? R- really is so that you can um practice delivering that kick or a, a wide variety of kicks um uh, under pressure yeah the pressure of someone kicking back which means you have to move and just kick fast yeah uh, you can't just wait around and sit there flat-footed and you know get kicked mm. um so yeah in taekwondo you you want to be able to Kick fast, recover fast, move fast, fast footwork. Uh, I try to practice that stuff a lot more and more uh, because I've never really been fast. Hmm. I'm kind of lanky. And, um, uh, you know, if I have a strength, it's, well, I'm strong. And I'm, you know, um, aggressive. Hmm. And I'm smart. Uh, But I'm not fast. Uh, the younger guys are way faster than me. Oh, okay, right. You know, they're throwing four kicks and I'm throwing two, you know. So, um, and I'm, uh, you know, that, that's not a criticism of myself. It's a recognition that yeah. uh, I, I need to work on my speed mm. um, or um, figure some way out. Figure, yeah. Figure some way. Right, to, to compensate for that. Yeah. Um, but I need to work on my speed and speed my footwork. Um, it's not, oh, I can't punch fast. It's, can I move fast for me? Um, look, I was never really a fast guitar player either. (laughs) Um, I always admired those guys. Uh, I'm sure you've, you you got a few, the Van Halen type, the Steve Vai, the Frank Zappa, who can play super fast and play what they want fast yeah you know they're not just noodling around no they've, they've got a plan they know they know what they want <clears throat> and there's harmonica players like that too um, we all know right who can play really fast <laughs> john popper yeah exactly yeah um so who i think everybody thinks it's of. not really my favorite i i kind of appreciate it but i, I i'm more the eric clapton slow hand approach mm. and um I'm the same way with a lot of things and with my own guitar playing. Um, yeah, I tried to be faster and practice fast changes, but it was never really that important to me to be a fast soloist and player. Mm-hmm. Um, having said all of that, um, isn't it a universal measure of mastery and accomplishment to be able to do something fast? Yeah, I have to say that it is. I think people look to to be able to quantify certain aspects and able to measure it. Right. If you're good, being good at something kind of means that you can do it quickly. Yeah. Um, uh, and not just running, you know, not, not just speed competitions, but uh, can you play basketball? At full speed, mm-hmm. right? That shows that you're good at it. Sure. Um, ball handling, footwork. Yeah. Um, punches and kicks. Yeah. Guitar playing. Um, fixing a car. 
Yeah, right. right. I mean, anybody can fix Any, one, car <laughs> one car slowly <laughs> over the course of their years. life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, reading encyclopedically. The um, the master mechanic is someone who analyzes the problem quickly and fixes the problem quickly. It's efficiency. Efficiency. Mastery is what requires we're about. efficiency. Efficiency. And speed requires efficiency. You you can't be fast if you are inefficient. Mm. Um, and and I think it's a good measure of your capacity. Yeah. It's not the only measure. And I say that as a person who's not that fast. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Right. Like my guitar playing is not that fast. I'm not a great lead guitarist. Hmm. Um, The other guys are faster. (laughs) And that those chops, that speed allows them to do things that I can't do. Yeah. I like, the kind of music that I make, and I like going a little bit slower. Now, there's things where um, that slow is valued. Completely. Um, And we're going to talk about how there's a sort of inherent bias in athletics towards speed, Hmm. right? All athletics is under time. Sure. Um, Every single thing, even the things that aren't timed competitions, you only have so much time to set up and throw the javelin. Right. Right. And every other athletic, uh, all athletics is measured in some way. There's a time frame to the game. Hmm. The soccer game is only so long. You only have so much time. Yeah, yeah. All games um, are timed. Right. So all games are timed. Um, uh, How about uh, ultra marathons? Yeah, I guess Not there is, a, no, no, I'm, I'm there's a, there is a point where um, pacing changes and... But even there, you're, you want to be the first to win. Yeah, of course. Right? The there's... Trans-Alaska dog sled race. <laughs> okay. I did a rod, right? These guys do not go... Ultra dog marathon. Um, in one day, it's a several-week venture. So you have to pace yourself and pace your dogs uh, and account for all kinds of external factors in a marathon like that. Yeah. Temperature and who knows what. Uh, injury. But... But you still want to be the first to, to the win, first, right. right? The winning in some ways means doing it faster, That's getting right. more points in the same amount of time or more time in the same amount of points. Definitely, yep. Um, can't escape it. You can't escape it. There's an inherent bias in it. And it, it's totally true in taekwondo. You, you watch the really good competitors. They are fast. Oh, yeah. Their movements are precise and fast. Mm. Now... Um, when you practice taekwondo and when you practice marksmanship, all the martial arts, that's really, for me, the interest. Ah, uh, yes. Um, you, you also have to slow down. Part of practice, part of getting better and refinement is to slow down because speed, amongst all its benefits, uh, speed blurs right. bad technique. Yeah, in my world, it's bad tone. Mm, you know, tell me more about that. Yeah, well, you know, I have some students that um, we sit down every week, and they're and they're like, okay, I want to, and I'm not going to name specific names on this one, you know, just to protect the innocent, but uh, I want to, I want to get it's this lick. Billy or it's, Jenny. It's right. It's, it's right. It's, it's right. It's um. They they want to okay they've got this lick they want to learn this specific song that they're real they want to get it just as fast as the record. And okay, okay, well let's let's work on it. Let's see, can we get it fast? But even if the speed is approaching 
the level of the record, uh, it's and the tone is not there. You can't, you know, you have to take it down to to the speed you can do it at and still sound good. Um, yeah, boy, you you really hit on a couple of crucial things okay. in 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 personal growth and training and practice. Uh, one is this um, this quantum leap. Mm. and plateaus that oh yes we plateau for a long time sometimes yep. mm-hmm. at a certain level of speed and accomplishment mm. i can play this and i can play it at this rate yeah but i can't quite play it faster well right right um i was a red belt for a really long time huh. relative to my time at other belt levels interesting okay um, because there are just, you hit plateaus where you're not getting worse. You're, you're operating at a, a, at a high level, but you're not getting better. And then all of a sudden, boom, I can do those other things. Without taking too much time, can we briefly talk about what is um, a plateau at a red belt that keeps you from ascending to the black belt level? Like it, what are a few of the specific things? Oh, gee, I mean, you'd sort of have to ask uh, Master Mask oh, yeah, that okay. question, but I'll, I'll be a little bit self-reflective and we critical. Should, um, we should get him in here, by the way. Yeah, we really should. Yeah. Uh, he'd love it. Okay. Um, uh, some of it is my own um, uh, uh, input level. Right, you're only If you only go to class once a week, oh, you're yeah. only going to get so much better. So... Um, Sometimes life has things where you can only go once a week. Yep. So, okay, couldn't Heard go that. twice. Now I can only go once. So, <laughs> um, uh, some of it, um, you know, I'm away for five weeks in the summer. So, mm, yeah. Yeah, boy, that, that sets you back. Yeah. Um, but, uh, aside from all those external factors, which there are, we talked about like in the marathon, right? Becoming a black belt is, is not a sprint. It's yeah. a marathon. So there are things, external things that affect you. It's the middle of the race. But also, um, uh, uh, Red Belt is a level... It, Master Mess was talking about this just the other day in huh. one of the tests. Oh, cool. Um, it, it's about fire. It's about intensity and um, the ability to control that intensity. Anybody can be wild. So it's about being able to direct that wildness, that fire that volatility mm. that's really crucial to good taekwondo honestly it's crucial to anything yeah so it's the fire of passion mm. so when we talk about you know that that artist had a fiery passion right it's, it's about fire yeah it's about that energy that you bring intensity volatility you know i real quick i i think the people that live within that fire and never sort of cross the next threshold to control it often burn themselves down you know, you, you, you hear about the artist all the time who is yeah. just full of fire and yeah. their life ends quite short. Um, there, are, there are some very unfortunate crossovers uh, in creativity with um, that inability to control. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, that can be real tragic. It can. can be real tragic. Yeah. Uh, it's... Um, Look, we, we, we learn a lot how to not be aggressive. 
But you do need to have a measure of aggression to jump a quantum level in any practice. You have to, A, you have to want to be better, want, desire. That is, a, that is an aggressive tendency. It's an outward growing tendency. It's saying, this is not enough. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough. I want more. I want to know more. I want to be faster. Mm. So you do need to embrace that, I think. Interesting. Okay. Um, and you also, like your student, though, you need to be able to do it under control. It's not enough to butcher the solo just so you get it faster. Right. That's what we're talking about, yeah. Right. So he's frustrated because he's at that quantum level. Mm. He hasn't um, managed to both master this new energy and control it well enough. Mm. Uh, he can put five rounds in five seconds at five yards, but he can't do it within a circle of five inches. Oh, okay. Right? He's, he lacks that control that brings precision. That's why you said it affects tone. Yeah. Right? That, that tight circle is the tone. That tight group is the tone that you're describing. I yeah. really think there's an analogy there. Totally. Um, you, can, you can throw the best kick, fastest kick, but if you miss, <laughs> yes, right, misses don't count. They don't count at all. Right. There's and no the number one of cause of missing is going too fast. Yeah. 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 So you have to know how fast you can go before you can go a little bit faster. Yes, absolutely. You have to know at which speed is going to completely destroy your technique. Like that level. Yeah. And um, as a teacher, you must know this, that you really want students to avoid that. Mm. To, to, you want them to avoid learning wrong. Yeah. And learning bad technique. Um, That's right. Uh, that you have to unlearn later on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Double inefficient. Boy, if I could tell you the number of times <laughs> I had people come to me uh, in, in, in the religious world, which we'll talk about in a minute, um, who had learned things that were so wrong <laughs> about oh, um, religious life that I, I'm like, I'm spending half my time unlearning, <laughs> unteaching stuff that you have learned that is just flat out wrong. Totally. Yeah. Um, but so it's important. It's an important place where your student is, where um, he has an opportunity to reinforce his technique positively and or negatively, mm. right? There's an itch. There's an energy there. He's scratching to get to that next level. Mm-hmm. Um, so slow down. Yeah. Right. Uh, my experience, I think, at Red Belt was not uncommon. Even though I'm much older than some of the younger Red Belts, it, there's a there's a similarity in in stage where you can see it. You know, like I can I I know enough to to see the finish line mm. and to see the black belt and to see like I can do this solo. I can I can imitate it. Yeah. No, no, you really can't. You're not quite there. Yeah. You can see it. Um, now, take a deep breath. Spend a little more time as a red belt so that you can lay that foundation. Mm-hmm. It's still foundational. He's still laying a foundation, even though he knows enough to almost you know, be fast enough to approximate that solo. Sure. Yeah. So you know, he has an opportunity to slow it down a little bit. Yeah. Speed blurs mistakes. It sure does. 
and you don't want to learn in mistakes. So every now and then in Taekwondo, we will stop, slow down, hold on to each other's shoulder or to the bar and slow down that kick so that you can refine it and really carefully, slowly make adjustments, ankle, knee, hip, shoulder, here, right, turn, all the small, small refinements that get blurred over when you kick fast. Right. Uh, Small little mistakes that make your group get bigger and bigger and bigger and and keep you from shooting within that five-inch target. Right. It's Uh, the pee under the mattress. Yeah, that really is it. It's just so far down. It's just a tiny thing, but it really... Mm -hmm. But it goes to foundational mistakes. Mm. And look, some things you can't really do except at full speed. Hmm. You can't hit a baseball... Oh, yeah. Unless you swing the bat. You can't really break a board slowly. You can't play a solo slowly. Slower slower than the timber. Right. I I always think about uh, Flight of the Bumblebee because it's, you know, the whole whole point of the song is the the speed, which it is. That's right. Right. It's the miracle of the wings of the bumblebee. Yeah. That they are so incredibly fast. Right. Right. So I could play Flight of the Bumblebee on the guitar. Really, really slowly. Uh-huh, right. One note. At, <laughs> at, but that is not playing. And that's the cutoff we promised you. Thank you again for being part of our candid conversation. We will see you next time on A Swift Kick in the Soul. Bye. Hey, guys, if you are enjoying Swift Kick in the Soul, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Please rate and review us and tell your friends. And if you want to communicate with us, leave us a message at rabbi at hellelnori.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the podcast. We'd love to hear anything you think might be interesting to talk about. And we'd just love to talk to you. Thanks again for listening.